welcome back to the podcast. How are we doing today? I'm doing really good. I have so much to catch you up on, but I'm going to make it really quick because we have a super fun guest today, and I just want you guys to jump into that part of the pod and be able to hear her. So we're going to fly through some of my life updates, but number one, I took pre-workout this morning. I've been on my gym bro grind, okay? I've been trying to become a gym bro, and I was like, you know what? I need to try pre-workout. So tried some pre-workout this morning, and holy fucking shit, I don't even know what to say other than... I have never been tweaking so hard. Like I was <laughs> I was truly going insane. I took it too too soon. I thought I was going to eat my breakfast faster than I did. And I was sitting at the kitchen table and I was like trying to, you know, eat my breakfast and I was like, "Oh my god, my skin really dry." Like it's usually dry, but damn, it's like really tingly and itchy. And then all of a sudden the tingles like start going over my whole body. I was like, "No, the pre-workout. No, 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 no. I was like, I got to go." So I take my plate of breakfast with me. I literally take it with me into the car. Um, drive to the gym and even like stretching. I was like, I gotta get working out. So today was like push day. So I did like my shoulders, chest, tries. I was dying, but also I wasn't dying at all because I had so much fucking energy. You know how badly I want to just like run through the gym. I it's, it's I feel like the pre workout's still in me, so I'm just like extra jittery. But I feel like it like brought out my inner child because I used to be like super, super chaotic and like energized and all over the place and I feel like I feel like life has like kicked me down so many fucking times and I'm always tired and exhausted but now I'm like holy shit not that I'm gonna rely on pre-workout to like you know make me a functioning human being but I feel like I was like reminded of who I am today and I'm like you know what I'm gonna like channel this energy and like be an energetic form of myself again I don't know does that make sense anyway it had me straight fucking tweaking that's all I have to say and I went really hard in the gym and I hurt, and it feels good, and I'm super excited, and I'm just, I'm trying to be a gym bro. I have basically four months of nothing to do, so why not go to the gym every day and actually be in shape, get toned up a little bit, feel good about myself. Even, like, just going to the gym, I, like, look up, wake up, I have, I do not look any different. I do not look any different. But I look at the mirror, and I'm like, god damn, you're a hot bitch. Because you're, like, trying. You're putting effort into yourself. Just, like, trying at life makes you just feel so fucking good. So, I don't know. If I get ripped in the next few months, be excited because I, I hope I do. I really hope I do. Anyway, enough about that. I did want to update you guys on the Be Real Boy that I went on a second date with. It was really fun. Super great. Same thing. Um, had so much fun. I just, we decided that we're better off as friends. So friends it is. Back to the streets. Back to the dating apps. Back to working on myself. So, yeah. I was supposed to have, <laughs> I was supposed to have a hinge date actually this week, and I, I might have bailed on him. I might have made up an excuse not to go. I just, ah, I was not feeling it. I didn't really want to go, and I said something came up, and he said no worries. I got, I got red flags from him. I got weird vibes. And now he's still chatting with me, so I gotta like, slowly, dip it off, you know, because I feel bad ghosting. I feel like that's just mean. I don't like being ghosted. Just tell me you don't like me. It is what it is. But am I gonna tell this man I don't like him? probably not um the other thing that i've been realizing lately is that i was listening to what we said podcast my my holy grail my go-to my ride or die podcast and they were talking about like morning routines and romanticizing your morning routine and just like romanticizing your day and i feel like i've always had that mindset but lately i feel like i just rush through my day i feel like i'm like always like 
okay, got to get this done to get to the next thing, to get the next thing, to get to the next thing. And they were talking about like if, um, maybe it wasn't what we said. I think it was what we said and another podcast. We're both talking about this, but saying that like if you normally go to the gym in the morning, like don't just be like, oh, I just got to check it off my list. Or if you normally journal in the morning and that's like a part of your morning, like, oh, I got to check journaling off my list. Like, no, you're never going to feel, oh, it was the Skinny Confidential that they were talking about this with the interview. I don't remember what episode it was, but she was talking about that like if if journaling is on your in your morning routine you still or like meditating any of that like you need to be present for it otherwise it's not if you're just checking it off a list it's not doing what it needs to do for you if you're just going to the gym just like check it off your list i mean yes maybe it will have some physical benefits but the mental benefits probably aren't going to be as much or if you have like a nighttime routine and you're like doing your skincare and you're just like rushing to get it done like it's not enjoyable and so i'm really trying to like make every part of my day super enjoyable and super intentional and like stop rushing through so in the mornings I just have gen- like anxiety about like wasting time I have I always have and so if I'm like wasting time in the morning and like not getting things checked off my list fast enough I get like so fucking so stressed out and so in the mornings I've been trying to wake up a little bit earlier be able to read my book whatever book I'm reading and then go to the gym or eat some breakfast go to the gym come home get ready go to the coffee shop and I feel like I'm always just like rushing to get to the coffee shop because I gotta get I gotta get work started like it's almost noon and I'm like at the end of the day you're gonna work for a few hours you're gonna get what you need to get done and then you're gonna come home and not really have anything to do anyway because that's what the season of life is and instead of like rushing through it like you do during your busy like embrace this like fun chill least stressful months of the year like embrace that so this morning and my alarm went off at 7 30 I got up I finished my book I ended up reading for longer than I meant to but that's okay because it doesn't matter I was enjoying the book I was like loving the book so I read it I got done at like 8 30 normally I like to be at the gym by 8 45 or by 9 and I, I guess I didn't get done reading till like 8 45 anyway I end up making breakfast and chill it. And I'm like, the whole time I'm making breakfast, I'm like, enjoy this. Well, then I did a pre-workout. So then I was like fucking buzzing. I was like, I got to go. I got to go. But I got to the gym and I was like, you know what? Like working out is fucking fun. I'm like, working out is fun. It's a part of my morning. It's a part of my day. I'm not doing it just to check it off the list. I want to like genuinely enjoy working out. So I worked out for like an hour and 15, which is like longer than normal. I guess an hour. Sat on the massage chair for like 15 minutes, which I did finally work up the courage to ask the man to to turn on the massage chair for me so i told you guys that i was too scared to do that last week but i did it this week so proud of myself for that and i came home and i'm like oh my god i gotta i gotta get ready i'm like later into the day than normal i gotta get ready i gotta get to the coffee shop and i'm like for what you're gonna go there i have plans at three you're gonna go there work for like two hours you're gonna get what you need to get done and it's gonna be fine and then you can work later if you want who fucking cares? And so I'm like, you're right. I'm going to take my time. I'm talking to myself, just so you know. Nobody else is talking to me. And so I'm like, I'm going to record this podcast intro. And then I'm just going to, whenever I get to the get to the coffee shop, I get to the coffee shop. I work on what I can work on. And then I go. And I'm just trying to, like, slow down and enjoy every part of my day. Like, why am I rushing through parts that I put into my day to make it a good day and then not even being present throughout them. Like I make my morning routine to be a specific like good part of my day to start my day off right and then I rush through it. What? How is that helping me? How is that being a beneficial morning routine when I'm not even paying attention to what I'm doing and what I'm doing is supposed to like set me up to have a good day? Like what? 
it doesn't make sense. So even if you're getting your morning routine set, you still have to like be present for it and enjoy it. And then that will actually help you start the day off right. So those are my thoughts about that. I just keep thinking about that. And I'm like, I just, I'm trying to be more present. That's a goal of mine. And so I think that maybe journaling again is a good goal. Haven't been doing it that much lately, but we'll get back into it. But anyway, all of that to say, today's guest, we did an, I did an interview and I'm just so excited about it, is my friend Haley, Haley Matar. And she is one of my new friends in Grand Rapids and I just love her. She's just fucking cool. Not as cool as me, but she's cool. Um, she's fun. She's outgoing. She's chaotic. She's um, she's just a perfect guest for this podcast. I, I don't have anything else to say other than that. Like, she just fits in on the pod. She has the energy for that's all. And so I had her on. We, a little backstory, We I think we talked about this a little bit in our interview, so I'll go quickly. But we both broke up with our boyfriends around the same time. We She's in a new relationship. I am not. And so I feel like it's like a good... We just our our goal is to just talk about how life goes on after a breakup. Like you move on, you enjoy things, you get more confident, you feel better about yourself. Life is just better, especially if it was a relationship you were supposed to get out of. So yeah, we just kind of cover all of that where we're at in life, and then she's gonna be a guest on next week too because I just feel like we had so much to talk about. But next week's gonna be a little bit lighter. It's gonna be a little bit crazier. Not for sure what we're talking about yet, but it's just gonna be a little a little less like self help. This is round two. Round two, everybody. We fucked up the first recording. We're back. We're better than ever. Happy fucking Friday. This is the That's All Pod. Today's guest is Haley Matar. Tell us about yourself, Haley. I'm Haley. Um, very chaotic of a person. Um, very stupid. You know, very naive. Um, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, if I was listening, I probably wouldn't want to listen to this <laughs> that intro but that's okay it's okay she guys she deserves to be here all right we share a birthday so that's just that's saying something that it, it means a lot two gemini's with the exact same birthday yeah we're powerful ah powerful together pathological liars Night. <laughs> anyway um yeah our goal was to kind of talk about we both went through breakups at the same time so we were like oh let's talk about like how much fucking better life got i literally made a reel today about my life this year and yeah my life's a lot better i'll tell you that so we're gonna like you know talk about that but also i don't really know what else so here we go (laughs) once upon a time i was in a three and a half year long relationship we basically moved in together had a dog together did the whole thing did you have a baby no babies thank god we didn't have a baby because we weren't having sex which was red flag number one like for how long were you not probably nine months and we had frequent conversations about it i was like hey man like is it weird that like we just go to bed and like we don't ever have sex he's like yeah it's pretty weird and then (laughs) then you just kept going and just just kept going never having sex um and so finally i said hey um you gotta move out i can't do this with you anymore and he was like all right sure he moved out (laughs) He took it that well. He did, because he also didn't like me. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, we were just coexisting together. Um, I cut it off, and life got extremely flourished better. for real. Honestly, really, I went from being an insecure, codependent little bitch mood to a pussy slaying, man eating. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> 
Should I have given like a trigger warning for fucking <laughs> sexual content? Trigger warning. Viewer discretion is advised. Well, they're not viewing anything, but listener discretion surely <laughs> is advised. <laughs> so basically, if you're living with a man, not even if you're just living with a man, if you're dating a man and he's not fulfilling you both mentally. If you're dating anyone. Yeah, if you're dating anyone. Man or woman. Or both. If you're in a throuple. If you're in a throuple and you're not getting pleased, you're not getting teased, it's time to tell him, tell them to <laughs> go. To get the fuck out. Get out and never look back. Just run and never look back. <laughs> Literally run out the front door and <laughs> never look back. I'm Don't even you, get your stuff. New I was stuff. so stressed about money after this man left. I was like, how am I going to pay for everything on my own? Girl, money, just like everything. Jo- I was unemployed for three months and then all of a sudden I jobs came to me money came to me friends came to me everything that I was lacking came did you find <laughs> 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 I was gonna ask if you finally came I did <laughs> oh, okay <God>. um <clears throat> well I'm happy for you thanks are you still single now Right now, I'm currently booed up, but mm. it's been it's been since April, which is many months, if you ask me. You've not been booed up since April. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean I've been single since April. Yeah, it was like April to like November, right? October, November. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a good amount of time. Yeah, that's a good amount of time. And it's like, I'm in a new relationship now with a like whole different perspective on just like relationships in general and i'm mm-hmm. not putting so much pressure on it to go a certain way i'm just letting at it a happen. certain speed and like yeah yeah and it's actually going really great i think um he's a good boyfriend but also he's just like he's also like a good a guy friend and like yeah. he's just fun to have around and i like how it's going i like hanging out with him yeah he's, he's a hottie cool. with a body he do be kind of hot he do be he shaved his face what like uh, i saw him and i was like Ooh, but it's okay. Anyway. Well, so you've been... Okay, well, you're single. I'm still single. We broke up at the same time as you and your ex did. And I'm still rocking the single life. I'm living, I'm thriving, I'm doing well. Um, So obviously it can go kind of two ways after a breakup. You can... I mean, we both healed. We took our time and then you found something else that worked. I've in fact not found anything else that works yet but that's okay that is okay truly it is so okay i believe it doesn't happen until you're ready for it Mm -hmm. and sometimes you think you're ready when you're actually not sometimes you're not ready when you actually are yeah um yeah i mean i was single for 20 years just kidding (laughs) i mean literally i was single for my whole life until my ex and then we moved so fast it was perfect at the time and now he's this is dead. perfect at the t- you say he's dead <laughs> Ailey I'm sorry you can't say those he's things he's not dead he's not dead he's alive yeah okay for now <laughs> let's talk about reading okay because you started reading a lot mm-hmm. and I've been in my reading girl era <laughs> I started reading I tried reading one book didn't get into it my problem is if I'm not liking the book, I will not continue to read it. Whereas like you'll read the whole thing straight through. If I like am not 100% in, I'm not going to read it. But when I was single, I read a lot because and I read distracted from reality. Exactly. Literally, that I was, would yeah. put myself into those books mm-hmm. and pretend that was me. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that was when yeah I started reading was literally I got my Kindle like the week before we broke up or two weeks before we broke up. And when we broke up, I was reading like a book a day for like two weeks and I was on my Kindle grind. And then I stopped reading all summer and then three weeks ago started reading again. And I've read like I think nine books. I'm on my 10th book this month. Look at you go. Yeah, but here's the thing. I'm hyper fixated on it. Yeah. Like, I'm so hyper fixated on reading. And if I read a book, if I start it at night, I finish it the next morning. If I start it that morning, I finish it that night. Like I read the whole book in less than 24 hours typically. And it is, it is what it is. I mean, I think reading is a healthy coping mechanism. You I could so. be doing drugs, but you're reading. How do you know I'm not? I mean. That pre-workout this week was like a drug. Honestly, caffeine is a drug. And we don't acknowledge that. I have a caffeine problem. You do. I do. You take two and a half scoops of pre-workout. I do. Sometimes I started taking pre-workout not only before I work out, but when I go to work at 3 p.m. You take pre-workout to go to work? If I'm like feeling like really like that's usually the time of t- time of day where I crash. I've yeah, but there's like taken other ways to there is. pump yourself up. But it's an addiction. Yeah, that's bad. I want my body to tingle. I want to oh feel my like God. I'm on meth. It's a problem. Okay. Anyways. Maybe talk to your uh, therapist about that. But I anyway. Know. I need to call a therapist. I've I never been to therapy. Really? Ever in my life. I love therapy. Dude, you would you're such a talker, you would love therapy. But I'm not though. That's a thing. You I are don't like you're talk not about pa- anything serious for anybody. I get that. Like I talk about serious things with you guys that I, I've already processed. Yeah. Like I'll only talk about it with you if, if I've already processed it. I'm not gonna talk to you I don't talk to anyone about things that like I haven't already figured out in my head. Yeah. For myself. So like yeah, I'm a talker, but like not actually. Because like I won't actually tell you anything that's that deep without me already like processing it first yeah fair i mean i'm i'm like the first to say everyone should have a therapist <laughs> but i've never done therapy Dude, it's just so good like it's just it. i mean also i'm only back i start again in like two weeks with a new therapist but i like before i my insurance didn't cover it and now my insurance does cover it so it's only like 20 bucks a time but like if you don't have insurance to cover it, it's ridiculously expensive and i don't blame people for not going yeah but you should go. I wonder what a therapist would say about me. Lots of things. I wonder if they would say I'm manic. I've been told that I could be a little manic sometimes. I think I've gotten it under control. Okay. But I also think that's just me being a Gemini. You know, like. Yeah. I mean, I joke around about the whole Gemini thing. I don't actually think that. I'm not a huge astrology gal. Yeah, honestly. I just say it as a joke. Like, I don't I don't really know much about astrology, no, so I can't really speak I just think on it's it. funny because Geminis are like, you know, two-faced and. That's like the only thing I Everyone really hates a Gemini. I know. And that's why it's funny to me. It is really like, funny. it's just like really, I like to call myself. I'm like, I'm a Gemini. Like I just, I am through and through, <laughs> even though I think there's a million other things that go into your, into your sure. I, I still believe in astrology to a point, but anyway, I started therapy when I was like 19. I went for a few months and then got a new therapist this year after the breakup Ooh, and ooh. went all summer. She sucked. She was a, uh, no. Okay. That's really rude. We did not vibe. She was useless. Anyway, so now I'm starting with a new therapist and she takes, she's a holistic therapist. Ooh. Takes, she's like Reiki certified and like was a social worker. Nice. And like, so she's got like a lot of like different backgrounds and I feel like I'm into it. So hopefully that yeah. goes well. We also start on the day of what would be our second anniversary. Ooh. My ex and I. So it's probably a good day to start. Yeah. I'll be emotional and fucked up in the head a little Ugh. bit. 
I hate that for you, Morgan. Can we talk about intrusive thoughts? Yeah. Because I think my thoughts are a little more intrusive than the average person. And I'm going to say this. And you guys at home, I don't want you to get concerned. <laughs> I don't want you to be afraid. But I'm scared. <laughs> I have this reoccurring intrusive thought of me stomping on a hamster. And I can't get it out of my head. Okay, but here's what the does thing. that mean? Here's the thing. Every time you talk about your intrusive thoughts, it reminds me that I have them also. <laughs> but I just don't give any energy to them. Like I, I see them, I hear them, I think them, and then I'm just I'm like, no, and I like push them down. But like when you keep talking about them, I'm like realizing that I have them also. Like, but again, mine this- are violent. Yep. <laughs> Literally, uh, the one I have about children like if there's a baby <laughs> crying like i just want to <laughs> shake it until it shuts up or i just imagine a baby crying and i just want to like shake it or like, squeeze it damn. and it's even like explodes but i don't actually want to do that and i know you don't actually want to stop on the hamster but it's just no like, i love animals but another intrusive thought is when like, i'm at the gym would happen? i don't it would guts like bite my bite my finger like what would happen if i chomped on my finger would it would the bone would i chomp through the bone like a carrot or would i chomp through the entire finger like a carrot in the whole or would i would if i chomped (laughs) it through the bone would it just dangle like the skin (laughs) or like would i chomp the whole thing off i feel like it wouldn't all come off but maybe it would i need to know i need to know so i get it i when i'm at the gym and I'm doing like lap pull downs. You know how like the weights like come up oh, and they hand slide in there? down. I imagine putting a hamster in. <laughs> okay, maybe we just need to go visit some hamsters Dude, and like get them out of here. I head. had hamsters as a child growing oh. up. Okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that's. Every about. time I do the leg press, I'm not violent whatsoever. No. Every time I do the leg press, though, I do imagine. Me, I'm like, come on, just try it. Just try and bend your knee backwards. See if it snaps backwards. <laughs> just try it. Just try it. Oh my god! I'm like so curious. Oh, I have to know so bad. Well, we are gonna do an episode on um, uh, random thoughts. So I was like writing them down, but now we had to redo this episode. So I was gonna read some of my random thoughts to Haley. I started to read one earlier, but (laughs) my thing is every time I go to a store, why do I get so scared that the workers are going to? think that i'm gonna steal even though when i'm i'm just wandering like why do i like i have convinced myself when i go in a store like they think i'm gonna steal like no they think you're here to shop but and I then like, and then you start like looking all suspicious because <laughs> you're looking around like do, are they looking at me weird and now you look like you're well gonna steal. that's what happened last week when i came to visit Haley. i try, <laughs> tried to just like quickly bop my head in went to the ups store i was on my way i was like oh Haley works at letta that's right here i'll just go run in and say hi so I run in and she's with a customer. Cool, cool, cool. I'm walking around. I never, I never been to Athleta. I'll just walk around. So I'm walking around, poking around and stuff. And the other lady <laughs> keeps looking at me and she's like, can I help you with anything? I'm like, oh, no, no, sorry. I'm just, I'm just like wandering. She's like, okay. But then I feel like she just keeps looking at me out of the corner of my eye and Haley's still working and she's still chatting and doing her job. And so then I'm like wandering behind Haley thinking that like she's going to like see me out of the corner of her eye and then like keep working nope every time i walk by she does not see me so i'm like okay this is getting creepy and then i'm like i'm just gonna go and like morgan if Haley finds out you were here and then you (laughs) left and never said hi that's even creepier (laughs) and then i was like gonna try something on Haley was taking forever finally Haley fucking sees me and then we start chatting i'm like dude i look like i was about to steal like i look like i was gonna steal maybe in that case yes but at Athleta, our job is to constantly be communicating with customers asking if they need help yada 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 yeah i guess that's so funny that you saw me working i still look like a thief i mean the way you were like just like 
I was ring behind me and I had no clue whatsoever. <laughs> I Maybe like, I had like my hands in my pocket <laughs> and a really big coat and sweatshirt. You should have stole, honestly. That would have made this more funny. <sighs> yeah, and then you would have been like, oh, that's my friend. <laughs> um oh. another thought I had is just in general how do planes work? I just I don't care if you explain it to me, I'm not gonna get it. No. Same thing, like how does wind start? <laughs> Like, like, what do you mean things just get windy? Like, where does it come from? God. <laughs> like, God blows <laughs> down on earth. <laughs> like, are there really lines for the internet under the ocean? What? I don't know. I heard that once. I thought it was all through the cloud. But where's the cloud? Like, it's like iCloud. Like, it's just, like, what... It's not a physical thing. It's just, like, up there. You don't think it's actually up in the air, right? <laughs> I don't know. Just, like, how does, like, a text message send, like, through, like, wires? I don't get it. That's, Is that, that's what telephone poles are for, right? How does my one little phone have so many things? Literally. I was at Meyer the other day, and they have robots that go around the store to, like, scan things to make sure, like, to keep up with stock. Inventory? Isn't that crazy? Like, literally, literally little robots that are just... Do you think we'll get overtaken by robots someday? I don't know if we'll get overtaken, but I think that they'll take the place of a lot of things mm. humans do. More than 1.2 million kilometers of cable, enough to stretch from the Earth to the moon about three times over, crisscross the ocean floor. These cables, which are typically funded by the telecom industry, technology companies are the hidden infrastructure that make the internet possible. There's literally internet in the ocean. It's in the ocean? Under the... Crisscross the ocean floor. I thought we didn't go... I think I'm confused about a lot of things. (laughs) I thought that we don't go all the way down in the ocean. Um, Who's going... Who's going down there? And why? Like, most of the ocean hasn't been explored yet. Would you rather go to space or the ocean? Like, the depths of the ocean. Oh, those are both terrifying. Yeah. Honestly, Space. I want to say the depths of the ocean because I just think that there'd be more to see down there. There would be, but I would shit myself. It would be so scary. And what would happen if you tried to shit yourself in that amount of pressure down there? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> and if I shit myself in space, I feel like it might be safer. God, like the idea of being on a submarine is really freaky. Like what if it just broke? For real. And you just got like the pressure of... I've always been afraid of water. Oh, God. I'm having a panic attack. Yeah. I'm not. But I am terrified of, like, water. But I love swimming. I was just, like, thinking to myself, I want to go swimming. I do love swimming. But I like swimming in, like, a pool. If it's, like, water where, like, you can't, like, like, black water where you can't see anything, Mm -mm. uh uh-uh. And if there's, like, seaweed that's dangling on my feet, uh -uh. uh-uh. You know what's so funny? As a kid, I did not give a flying fuck about anything i would dive into a dirty ass pond where i couldn't see the bottom i would swim through the seaweed i would i would do i would do it all i would get nasty covered and like now i like think about i'm like that is disgusting i could never i would like literally freak out i don't get it yeah i was that kid growing up where everyone would be in the lake and i would just be like sitting on the beach what a fucking loser i know i was always what were you like as a kid as a kid i was very anxious very afraid Mm. wasn't like i wasn't the one to start something i was like the follower Mm. which is crazy because now i feel like i'm such a leader yeah 
which is so bizarre it's funny because i like was the i was a leader quote unquote but i was anxious the whole time here's the thing it turns out looking back i was an anxious child but no one knew because i was doing everything i was good at everything i was involved in everything i was Mm -hmm. leading everything and then also i was still copying people because i just had a fear of being a loser yeah when i was a child i was so shy that i had like my three friends and i talked to nobody else like i wouldn't say a word the other night you and olivia were talking about you guys getting bullied (laughs) i remember i used to like think to myself i wish that i was bullied which is so bad no that's but just because i just wanted to be acknowledged even if it was like in a bad way i just like wanted to be recognized dude isn't this this is what's funny is like looking back i was like all i wanted to do is be a popular kid all i wanted to do was for people to like me i wanted to be pretty i wanted to be popular like whatever and I felt like I never really was. And now I'm like, my God, I'm way happier. I'm way more confident. I'm doing way better in life. And like, so are you. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, we were like, not at all. It's just like weird to me. I don't know. I think I gained more confidence when I stopped taking the pressure off of like exterior confidence. Like yeah. I'm not like, oh, I think everyone thinks I'm so pretty. I'm so whatever, whatever. It's more just like mm-hmm. I'm comfortable enough with who I am on the inside that I'm not like afraid to project it. And that mm-hmm. comes off as confidence. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I think I've gone through phases where I'm like really, really confident and then I'm lacking and then I'm really confident and then I'm lacking. Um, but I definitely think as I've gotten older, part of it too is I started my business when I was like 18. And so I was like doing things on social media at like 18 and everyone is making fun of me and talking mm-hmm. about me behind my back and saying how dumb it was and how cringy I was and whatever. But I was in the back of my head, I was like, well, I know that if I do this, it's going to like be cool. It's going to, it's going to like make me better and like make my life better. And then it did. And now people yeah. are like, oh my God, your job is so cool. I wish I would have done that. And I'm like, exactly. Well, you didn't. It's <laughs> always the people that have the most to say are the mm-hmm. people secretly wishing that it was them. Yeah. And I think that's one thing in general. I mean, this year, again, has taught me so fucking much. But like you said, just finding confidence within yourself, like not being dependent on somebody else, not being dependent on somebody like telling you that you're pretty or telling you that you're good at things. Like, I think I was so used to never having that really. Like I had like my family, obviously, but I didn't have like a person in my life who was like telling me all these things. And then when I got that person, I like got so dependent on like, him telling me that i was these things and i was like yeah after we broke up i was like holy shit like no i need to figure that out for myself like like i just remember like being so sad after the breakup and like wanting to call someone and like i'd called all my friends i called on my family they were all working and i was like okay now is the time when like i would want to text him but like no i need to find it within myself like i need to start being able to be my own comforter like and i think i got really fucking good at that this year and like mm-hmm. almost to a bad point sometimes because then i feel like i like don't actually want like to tell other people things again i like to tell people things after i've already processed them and like after i already know what the answer is just to like tell them because i like to talk but like i don't want to like actually be vulnerable (laughs) (laughs) fake vulnerability if you will yeah i feel like i'm not really vulnerable around people often i don't think any of you guys have ever seen me seriously cry over something yeah i don't really but again like that's how i used to be like i used to not cry about i would cry once a year maybe and like no one would see me cry and it was literally my college roommates um shout out them they know who they are they 
introduced me to the concept of anxiety and the concepts mm-hmm. of mental health and like genuinely like I already I knew of those things but I'm like, I don't have anxiety I'm outgoing I'm an extrovert I talk to people I go to parties how could I be an anxious person and they're like well what you're experiencing is still anxiety and I'm like oh wait what and that was when I started to realize when I was like 20 that I was like oh my god these are like okay that makes a lot more sense and then I, they just like I was like so comfortable that I would finally like cry in front of them or like actually feel emotions and I would get so embarrassed and they're like we don't fucking care like it's yeah like I'm not even looking at you like just you can cry in my presence though and it's just I think that like they were who genuinely helped me understand that like I can feel things and it's okay and I still don't love to cry in front of people don't get me wrong like I it makes me very uncomfortable but I feel like getting making myself uncomfortable in those situations is sometimes what I need and like you know know. yeah I'm like really proud to say I I didn't like 100% overcome my anxiety, but I wouldn't say I'm an anxious person anymore, mm-hmm. which is crazy because I used to be such an anxious kid. I anxiety for me, especially in like high school and stuff, was more like physical. Mm-hmm. Um I would feel like my skin was on fire and I would like scratch my neck so hard i was just on my one year ago today it was like really crazy oh my god what it was like literally really bad like i would just like tear at my skin because that's what my anxiety made me do it was like wild it was that's insane yeah it was like really bad um anxiety also runs in my family my dad's very anxious um but also no one in my family ever did anything about it Mm mm-hmm so again that's why i thought what i had was not anxiety because i was like i just i get nervous when i go to do new things i get nervous when i'm like walking into the basketball game and trying to find a place to sit but like it was more than just nervous it was like i would like my chest would be in pain i like could not think about anything else like but i just thought that that was just life like i thought you just that's just how it was i know i wish when I was younger, somebody would have told me like this, like, isn't just you feeling this because I, I was always a lot different than my sister. Um, my parents really never knew what was ever going on and I just felt really misunderstood and growing up, everybody thought that I was like angry cause I was quiet. Everyone thought I was like, like hating the world. So mean, but really I was just like an anxious little girl that like felt so misunderstood which is why it's so crazy that I did a full 180. Well, yeah, that's like I'm, I'm trying to like imagine you like that. And I just like that's literally I can't. it's so crazy. That's like if I had to describe you, like I would just say you're extremely confident. You're very driven. You're very focused. You're motivated. You're fit queen. Fit queen. Big booty. Mommy. Um, yeah, I just would not describe you as anything that you would would have been as a child that's awesome i took an edible the other night um (laughs) a big boy (laughs) (laughs) yeah um i took a 50 milligram edible after i haven't been smoking for the past like month and a half um i was fried but i had this realization that i'm growing apart from my family and it made me really sad Mm-hmm. But I think the root of that is they don't know this version of me. They kind of only know who I was mm-hmm. and I killed her. So now whenever I'm around people who kind of associate me that way, I just like want to pull away because that's. I get that. I 
but I feel bad because it's my family. But I no, I get it. I think my family and I are like in a good place now. Not that we're ever in a bad place. It's just that, um, like I, I think I felt the same thing internally that you're feeling. Like, not that we were on the outside, like not getting along or like in a bad place. It just in my head, like I felt like they didn't fully know me as much. And I'm like trying to explain what I'm, what I'm thinking, but I get what you're saying. Like I. I just feel like being around them and just like being completely myself, whether or not they have something good or bad to say about that, I think is part of like getting closer with them and like them yeah. seeing you like that. I think that's like the thing with even high school friends or like fr- childhood friends. You change so much and trying to like remain friends with people who knew you as a different version of you is so hard because it's like they don't un- they don't understand who you are now. Like they just see you as yeah. the past version of yourself. I literally in college we had a funeral for our past selves me and my roommates we like wrote I wrote a eulogy for myself and I like I was like it was like really fucked up and kind of sad that's like kind of a good idea it was like really healing like I was standing up there I was I was reading it it was just my three roommates sitting in the room and I was like sobbing as I was reading it which like that made me uncomfortable as fuck because I didn't want them to like see me cry but I was like I like needed this like I was having like really bad body dysmorphia I just lost a lot of weight like I didn't know what I looked like I couldn't understand who I was anymore I felt confident I felt good about myself and I'm like that's not me that can't be me mm-hmm. and so I was like this and I was like not an alcoholic anymore and like just life changed a lot and so I was like we held held a little funeral for ourselves and wrote ourselves eulogies and it was like very healing that's awesome Maybe I need to do that. Maybe just write it in your journal. Write, a, write yourself no. a little eulogy. Read it out loud, though. That shit, <laughs> it hit different. Like, I was, like, standing up there, and I was reading it, and I, yeah, it was bad. That's but it was good crazy. bad, you know. But I don't keep in contact with anybody I was friends with in high school, middle school. I don't keep in contact. I grew up on the east side of Michigan. Um, my hometown, when I go there, I just strictly visit my parents. Mm-hmm. I don't see anybody else. And the only time that I truly get anxious is when I go back there, mm-hmm. which is why now. When I first moved out here, I would go home at least once a month. Like Really? Yeah, often. And now I don't even ever think about it. And I feel guilty about it. I used to call my mom every single day. Now she's like, you never answer my calls. And I, I feel bad about it. Sometimes I cry about it because, like, they're going to die one day. Uh, I had this realization the other day when my dad sent me a selfie. <laughs> and it was cheesy. And I was like, fuck, I, like, feel bad that I, like, right? don't go home because enough. Because we're going like, to regret this. Because there's going to come a time where they're not just a phone call away. I know. And I'm like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, it's really sad. No, I get it. And I love my family, but I'm a stranger to them. Yeah. And that's, like, hard. That is really hard. Like my sister. We're supposed to be best friends because she's my little sister. And I don't even know anything about her. Really? Yeah. I will say like my siblings are like my rocks. Like I grew up obviously like like close with them in a way. But they were all like 10 years older than me. And so it was like we were close but like not in like a super close way like all of them. And now I... I text my sisters about everything. I call my sister about everything. My sister-in-law, I call about everything. My brother, I call. I t- like I, like they are. I would say obviously, I love my parents as well, and they're here for me. But I think your siblings, I encourage you to. I see. Chat I more should, with your sister. I should be that for my sister. My big sister. Like I cannot imagine not having big sisters. I want to fucking cry right now. What the dude? Like that just like makes me kind of feel like I failed a little bit. Like I no, I don't think. But 
Like I'm supposed to be the big sister. But my oldest sister and I, we never got a, we didn't get along in the fact that she just was 13 years older than me. And so she would just like to mother me Mm -hmm. and I was just a bitchy little spoiled brat. And so it just like up until I would say like three years ago, we got really close, but that was like 20. Like, so I I don't think it's ever too late by any means. I just, I will say that I don't know what I, I was texting my sisters yesterday and I was like, I miss you guys just so you know, and I appreciate you, but I'm never going to say that again. And they were like, wait, what? That's kind of sweet. <laughs> but like, we're not a mushy family by any means. Like, we don't. Yeah. I couldn't tell you the last time I said I love you to my family. And so I, some people are probably going to think that's insane. No, I don't really say that either. We just, it's not a thing that I, we do. No. My roommates say I love you to me every night I go to bed. I never say it back. And they called me out the other day and I was like, I just don't. My. It's not something I do. Yeah, my family doesn't say that often. Whenever but, like, we'll I, do things for each other that show. Yeah, like, for the sure. Love. For sure. Like, when my mom and I FaceTime, we don't, like, say I love you before we hang up. I don't know if I've ever said I love you to my sister. My dad will say it. One time, my sister, <laughs> one time my sister, I, we were on the phone, and I don't know what was, I was like, all right, love you, bye. And we both just sat there in silence before <laughs> I hung up. She burst out laughing. <laughs> I started laughing. out. She's like, what the fuck? I was like, I don't know. And we, like, both hung up. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> so... My current boyfriend told me he loves me on yes. New Year's Eve yes. when we were out at the bar. Um, drinks have been drank, but yes. I can just tell that he meant it when he said it. And he, I think, I think he, he said it. it one other time after that. But I never really said it back. And now he doesn't say it anymore. Yeah. But I don't. It's not that I'm not saying it because I don't like feel that. That's just not. Did you say I love you to your ex? Yeah. But it, did it become like one of those just like. It just became like, like, I love you because like, like, I love you, but I'm not like in love with yeah. you. And so I, like, I think that that's OK. Like, I think that's that's you working through something, obviously, in your own head. And like if for you, like, love you just became like a passing thought. Like, yeah, you're saying it to your ex, but you didn't actually love love him or like you were in love with him so i think saying it to someone new is gonna feel really heavy yeah it's like i don't know why i like turned it into like this big thing but i think about it because there was one time he hung up the phone and said okay i love you and i was just like okay bye (laughs) and i like i have not stopped thinking about it since because i don't want it to seem like like i don't but yeah. Also, it's just like I, don't, I. I feel like saying something like that is what makes it real, and I think maybe I'm just in a little, little scared. bit of denial. Yeah. Still, I think I think you are probably, but I. I mean, I don't know how I'm going to be in my next relationship. I, again, I'm not a super loving, emotional, like reassuring person. But I was like very different when it came to like having a partner, and he, like yeah. I, we said, I love you pretty quickly, and I like felt it. Like I was like, I am in love with you. Like I feel it, and like I told him, and we, he said it back right away, and like it was that but like i feel like going forward i don't know if i don't know like i just like want i don't know because i was gonna say i just like want to be sure about it but it's not that i'm unsure yeah like i don't know it's just weird is this our therapy session maybe it is maybe (laughs) you can be my therapist (laughs) oh god i don't think you want i was never shown um affection as a child i was never given any validation as a child so now i don't uh, i did have a male validation phase i can't lie but now like it's just like that's not i've just i've gotten used to it i'm used to people not saying like hey i love you hey like you're awesome like hey you're doing a good job because that's just never what i've been told my dad called me a disappointment (laughs) like literally like i don't know 
So now that I have a man who's not only is he super physically affectionate, but like I can just tell by the way he looks at me how he feels about me. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because I've never been in a relationship where it was so clear. But I'm just like, damn it. I don't want to like mess him up because I don't show things like that. Okay, well, I think that now you're just reading way too far into I it. I am. Like I at am. this point, it's like. If you looked at him and you're like, do I love him? What's the answer? Yes or no? Yeah. Okay. Then if you want to say, I love you, say, I love you. If you don't want to say, I love you, don't say it. But you know, in your heart, how you feel about it. Don't, it doesn't matter what he thinks or if it's going to fuck him up or whatever the fuck you're thinking. Like either you love him or you don't. If you're, if you love him, you can say, I love you. And it it doesn't need to be. And even if you, after you say it, you can be like, I love you. Let's not make a huge deal out of it. Like (laughs) it is what it is. Just kind of move on. I love you. Let's have sex and go to bed. (laughs) Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't. It yeah. doesn't have to be some big whole production. No, it doesn't. Like it can just be. He said it very casually. He you did. can say it very casually. He did say and maybe it very he'll casually. just. I feel like the way that he is, he's just gonna be like, okay, let me. Like you know, like I feel like he's not. I don't know. Maybe he'll make a big deal out of it. But I feel like he would make a big deal out of it. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to help you. Trying to talk you down. I don't know. Talk you I don't know, man. I actually know nothing. I mean, not me either. I just like, here's the thing. I have no life plan whatsoever. Nothing I do is thought through. I don't, that's just not how I live. Um, This man, he's not like that. He's very, like, he has a plan. He knows where he's trying to go. It's kind of very calculated. And I just feel like that is something that's going to make us not get along in the future. But then I'm like, why am I but creating also, a problem that hasn't whoa, happened whoa, whoa, whoa. yet? Also, maybe you need like maybe that's the exact like side other side you need like you need someone in your life who's going to have more of a plan so that you can be a little more crazy I'm like okay i <laughs> i mean i have to plan a certain amount because i shoot weddings so like yeah i need to know what i'm doing august 5th of next year i'm shooting a fucking wedding in yeah middle of michigan but other than that i have no idea i don't know what i'm doing until the day it's happening i don't know what i'm doing until it's already going like yeah so i think that there can be a happy medium and i think that having someone in your life who kind of grounds you and is the other side of the coin to that like i think that's a good thing i don't necessarily obviously i guess it could create a problem but again you're not anywhere near that this is the beginning you haven't even admitted that you love him yet so that's the last thing you need to be worried about yeah well i'd be stressing for no reason yeah yeah Two two two, wild right now. Mm-hmm. It's two nineteen. That says two twenty two. That's oh. the alarm clock I have. It's really hard to use. Really? I think so. I like it. Th- when the electrician came yesterday, he like turned all of like the internet off, so it like restarted, and I could not figure out how to reset the time. Oh, mine doesn't ever restart. I unplug it all the time, so and I plug long. it back in. It's still in the same time. Yeah, mine don't be doing that. But it, the hour, the time definitely got off because it had been the same we're talking about my sunrise alarm clock it's the off-brand hatch one it's from amazon 10 on 10 recommend it yeah you're complaining about it but i recommend it's it. hard to use sometimes i can't get the birds to stop chirping the birds do be chirping <laughs> loud sometimes you it just smack loud. the snooze yeah and then it keeps going oh yeah the, the snooze snoozes doesn't. and then you just click whatever Honestly, alarm it is i haven't been using it as an actual alarm i, I like do. my alarm on my phone will go off and then i turn the light on, on my oh no i like that is the thing that i think keeps me alive in the winter so far it 
it like raises the sun basically like this makes the sunrise in your room yeah i have mine set for like 10 minutes before so it'll slowly start raising like 10 minutes before and then your alarm goes off and it's like birds chirping it's just like a much more peaceful way to wake up it than is. a fucking blaring alarm yeah is that what your other alarm is yeah ew that like literally wakes well, you up in fight or flight <laughs> i luckily i have a schedule where it's not often i'm waking up to an alarm i usually mm-hmm. can just wake up on my own which is usually between 8 30 and 9 Mm. Um, I'm in the process of trying to be an earlier riser, so yeah. I need my alarm. I've been I've been getting up like seven thirty today. I didn't get out of bed till eight, but I was awake. And lately, I've been getting up at seven thirty, reading for like thirty minutes or ha- an hour or something. Sometimes in bed, sometimes in my chair. But I like watched a YouTube video last week, and it just like stuck with me. And the girl was like, "The hardest part about waking up is just waking up, yeah. like getting up." So she's like, "Once you like start that habit." Then the rest of the morning is so easy. She's like, you literally, the alarm goes off, get up. There's no other option other than get up. And I'm like, fuck, you're right. It so I've been is. trying to just like get up. I'm like, it's not that deep. I'm making this such a, oh, I don't want to get up. Get up. Your alarm went off. Get out of bed. Yeah. Like, it's not that deep. You're not going to get yeah. any better sleep. You're not going to feel more well rested just by laying there. If anything, get you get up. more tired by Correct. Just your alarm goes off, get your ass out of bed. Yeah. Luckily, me having a dog, I'm, I kind of have to because once I wake up, Willow's like, oh, we're time mm-hmm. party but yeah i've never been a morning person until getting a dog crazy yeah. i was i was the type of person who would sleep until 2 p.m oh god i was never that person yeah here's here's where my anxiety manifests isn't this is like my biggest thing i've noticed is that i am so anxious about time like if there is like a time to be m- that like i am anxious about it all day like Waking up in the morning, I'm anxious that I'm not going to get to the gym fast enough. I'm anxious that I'm not going to get home and like get to work fast enough. Like that, is, those are that's what I'm constantly anxious about, and I don't get it, and I don't get why, and that's why like the last few days, I've like had this realization that I'm like I'm like slowing down. Like yeah. it's time to slow, and I don't know why I'm like that. But if you look at the rest of my life, it's because I'm constantly going. Like I'm yeah. constantly doing something. There's not really a day that goes by that I'm not doing something dramatic or chaotic. Or like traveling or driving or something. And like the last few weeks I've been doing jack shit and it's been fucking wonderful. Mm-hmm. But I'm still anxious every day. I'm like, why? And I'm like, it's literally just because like if I say I'm going to get up at 730 and I don't get up at 730. I'm like, Ugh. like, oh my God, my day's ruined. Like yeah. that. Those are my thoughts. And I'm like, it's so unhealthy. For that what? Is like, how unhealthy. is that helpful? You being anxious about the time isn't going to make the time work better. Yeah. <laughs> at least you're aware of that, though. You yeah. And I've like that. the last two, specifically the last two days. I've like I get up in the morning and I'm like do your skincare slowly make breakfast slowly like I usually over the last two years I've like gotten a routine of like making breakfast slow and eating breakfast slow mm-hmm. but now that I go to the gym I'm like oh, I gotta get to the gym I gotta get back I gotta get to work and I'm like at the end of the day it is my slow season I'm not gonna work for more than probably like four hours yeah. so if I start work at noon I'm still done by four if I start work at one I'm still done by five like what else am I gonna do with the rest of my night come home eat dinner and then lay on the couch so like, it doesn't matter. Right. And so like the last few days, I've just been trying to like everything I do, like make it a, its own moment, like doing my skincare. Why am I going so quickly through it? Like exactly. You got to romanticize. Wash your skin. Have everything. fun washing your skin because especially if it's something you're, if I'm going to wake up out of bed every day and I'm going to wake up crabby every day, that's like literally my life. Mm-hmm. I'm a crabby person in the morning then. Yeah. But if I can wake up and be like, I love waking up and I love getting my day going, then that's the kind of person I'm going to be. Oh my God. Am I have, I'm having a. Having a moment. Having a moment in my head right now. Anyway. Well, it's just crazy because I feel like we're 
given a schedule at such a young age, you know, like we're in school mm-hmm. from like working hours and then it's like your weekends are Saturday and Sunday and Sunday was always meant for homework. And now as an adult, Sunday is supposed to be the day you clean your house. And I had to totally like deconstruct mm-hmm. my concept of a schedule because it was like tearing me apart. Mm-hmm. I, my mindset towards everything, because I do have a pretty lenient schedule is mm-hmm. like, I'm like just meant to be exactly like where I am. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'll, I'll wake up and when I'm like ready to go to the gym, I'll go to the gym. And like everything that delays me is delaying me for a reason. That's fair. Yeah. Because sometimes I'm like, oh man, it's 1030. I need to sleep so I can wake up at this time. But like I kind of just like, I was like, when I'm tired, my body will let me sleep. When I am ready to wake up, my body will wake me up. When it's time to eat, my body will tell me. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, my habit that I'm trying to break is no screen time before bed and Mm -hmm. right in the morning. Mm -hmm. Because I realized that my phone was the last thing I was looking at. And then the first thing in the morning Mm -hmm. that I was looking at. Mm -hmm. And it was just scrolling social media and just not even seeing really people that I like I'm friends with on social. It's just like random shit Mm -hmm. that like I really just don't need. I don't need. That's like not what I want taking up my brain space first thing in the morning. Agreed. That's why I started reading. That was my whole thing was with reading. I wanted to like feel tired like more quickly by reading and then not be on my phone right before bed with blue light. Like it's going to keep me up. But then I would read and then I would stay up later (laughs) reading (laughs) and I was staying up on my phone. So I'm I was trying to do no phone at all, like for an hour before bed. But I'm like, you know what? If I want to be on my phone, I'm going to be on my phone. If there's a night where I feel like I shouldn't be like my like I'm in the mental space where like I don't think it's going to be helpful then I'm not. But either way, I'm still trying not to be on it in the morning. Yeah. This morning I was. I um, what I've been doing before bed is um, just stretching on my floor mm-hmm. for like a long time when I'm like, this is the point of the night where I'd be in bed scrolling on my phone I'm just stretching on the floor and sometimes I'll stretch for 45 minutes Mm -hmm. and I'm convinced that's how I can work out so much and not be so sore where it like affects my performance like probably yeah it really really helps me out stretching yeah it's also relaxing because I stretching for me is when I do my affirmations like Mm -hmm. one thing that like I try to stress to people if you if you like want to be more confident or you're like whatever whatever you have to tell yourself that you are mm-hmm. you have to tell yourself like i am confident i'm confident in the actions i do the words that i speak the decisions that i make and like i truly have trained my brain to view myself like that like i a lot of people your biggest your biggest hater is yourself if you can become friends with yourself and that little voice in your head i truly it will change your life damn I believe that. Yeah. I need to get better about affirmations. I don't really do them, but. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Yeah. I got too many things on my list right now that I'm trying to do, so that's that's the bottom. That's what I've been over. I'm trying not to overwhelm myself with all these things I'm trying to change. No, yeah, definitely. So I'm like, okay, I'm feeling good right now, so we're going to keep going. My skin, can you, do you see her? She's looking good. Your skin is looking good. Like, compared to what it has been looking like for the past fucking six months, a year, I don't know what's going on but i've been i don't know cycle syncing maybe 
Well, that is all we have for you guys today. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Haley, did you enjoy being on here? I did enjoy being I'm on I'm so here. glad. She's going to be back on for part two next week. A little less. We got. I feel like we got kind of deep about a few we things. Did. We got pretty fucking deep. Um, I feel like next week is going to be a lot lighter. I think we're going to do like some, like a trendy kind of episode. We'll see. We'll see. Stay tuned for that. But um, I talked about you, to you guys about it last week, but the giveaway is still going on. That's going on until May 1st. So t- in order to enter that... All you have to do is head over to Apple Podcasts and if you leave a five-star rating and review and then screenshot your favorite episode and share it on your Instagram stories, make sure you tag at That's All Pod. That will enter you in the giveaway for the Stanley mug and some fun stickers and all that good stuff. So, Haley, you better enter that giveaway. Okay. She's eating her salad out of a bag. What a bitch. Anyway, um, do not forget to go enter As always, thank you guys so much for listening. It means the absolute world to me that you're here. If you liked what you heard, go ahead and subscribe and follow the podcast and turn on the post notifications and then head over to the Instagram and follow along at That's All Pod. I'll be posting any updates over there. Plus, if you love this and want to hear more episodes, go ahead and leave us a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts, which will also enter you in the giveaway. That truly helps us so much. I love you guys so much already, and I cannot wait to chat with you next week. That's all. Bye. Bye.